This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. All right, I am so excited to be introducing my guest today, Jody Amen. And um, she is just packed with information about anxiety. And I'm going to let her tell you, in her own words, how she got there and what she's up to these days. But uh, just to let you know a little bit about her beforehand, uh, Jody's been a psychotherapist for 20-plus years, from hiding under the covers and running out of meetings to transforming lives through her speaking and her videos. Jody's been there. She understands. She helps you make sense out of life's chaos, teaching you how to keep calm, feel peace, and master happiness in your own life. Despite seeing the depths of hell when she was immobilized by panic and anxiety in young adulthood, she clawed her way back to life and taught herself to create peace in her days. She shares her story in her best-selling book, You Won Anxiety Zero. Win your freedom back from fear and panic to keep calm in a crazy world. In it, she shows you how to shift uh, your thinking from anxiety to freedom. While most self-help book authors tell you what to do, Jody shows you. So without further ado, welcome, Jody. I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm 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 in, thrilled to be here too. Good. So, like I just mentioned, and I read a little bit about your story. I always like to ask guests who are um, either therapists or coaches or any kind of healing modality. I like to ask them how they got to be a healer, or in your case, a psychotherapist. And also healer, I'm very sure. But asking how you got there, because it is this personal story that so informs our work. And I also want to give the listeners the idea that their anxiety that they're experiencing now may not be such a uh, negative, that there may be something in this eventually in their lives for them. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, I love that you said that. Thank you. Yes, uh, I really think that 
I suffered because I really had to understand so I could help people. You know, that's how I make, we all want to make meaning of our suffering. And it does, you know, we can transform our pain into, you know, something good, something good to contribute in the world. And I, I think that's what I did. So take, I'm taking you back to high school. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be an architect. Um, I had eye anxiety from when I was really young, but there were some spaces in my life that it wasn't so bad, and I forgot about it a little bit, and then it would come back, and and then I'd forget about it a little bit again. But in high school, I wanted to be an architect. I was so excited about it. But then I started to get involved in working with people, but I also went through my own, you know, I went through a big bout of anxiety and depression in high school, and um, there was, you know, there was loneliness in that, mm. um, such a horrible loneliness in that because I just felt so different than everybody else. You know, I felt like nobody could understand. Nobody was going through what I was going through. Everyone around me looked fine. And, uh, I was so isolated in that pain and that obviously made it worse and worse. And so I felt so horrible, but the only sunshine that I had really was doing things for other people. And I was involved in some volunteering through my school, you know, with people who were uh, in poverty or had other hardships. And so that was this little part that brought joy or at least got me out of my head, you know, got me mm. out of my head. And so I, um, I decided like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a social worker. So uh-huh. my credentials are social work and, I wanted to, you know, change the world and help people and the marginalized and because that's where I felt, you know, it was like, it wasn't about me anymore. It was about other people. And, and I found a little bit of peace contributing to others. But even Mm. back then I did feel like, well, at least like I know how people feel because I felt bad. And now I know how other, what, what it feels like to have such pain. I really think that helped me, definitely informed my work, um, definitely made me more, much more compassionate and empathetic and understanding. And I think my the people that I work with really feel that and it, in a yeah. way. Like I'm not just this expert telling them what to do and I'm holier than thou and I have this lucky and, you know, privileged life. And uh, they know that I really get it and I really understand. And that's transformational just just having them feel understood and not so oh, alone. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they really feel it. I mean, you cannot, that isn't something you can uh, just pretend. They really do feel yeah, it. They, yeah, they know that, that I get it. And so that's, uh, that just feels so good. You know, when I was young, I felt like, really felt like nobody understood at all. Um, mm. And even if I tried to explain it, I felt like nobody understood. And so a lot of people I work with have that sense. And that's my yeah. biggest message, I think, to give people is that uh, that they're not different, you know, that they're not uncurable, that they're not, you know, weird or weak or whatever else they're telling themselves because they have anxiety or sadness right. or, you know, any kind of phobias, panic, worry. I mean, we all have it. Right. Everyone looks fine, but like the people I talk to, they're hiding it. I hid it when I was going through it. Oh, yeah. Everybody can get really good at hiding it. Yeah. Brilliant. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you look around and everyone looks fine, but you're hiding it. And so the assumption is, and I know this because, and you probably do, working with so many people, you know that they're all hiding it. 
Yeah. So, um, have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So yeah, and we're all out there in the world. We are judging our insides by other people's outsides. And mm-hmm. it's just so confusing. So I'd like to ask you, what would you say to somebody who's mostly listening to this and they are thinking, I found this podcast, so at least these people understand what's going on. You know, how can they make their life a little softer and and maybe bring this up to some people in their lives? Do you have any tips on that of maybe sharing it with friends or coworkers? Or what is your ideas around that? Well, that's really interesting because a lot of people uh, really would love that answer, I think, because they don't know yeah. how to communicate. They feel so different. They feel like people don't understand and they don't really know how to go forward. Um, and they just want support. They just want love. And we all do. We all just want to mm-hmm. be loved, right? And yeah. our people who love us and people in our lives, even our coworkers, I mean, we you know, naturally care for other people around us. And so we want each other to be okay. Even if we're mad at someone, we don't want something bad to happen to them. We don't want them to suffer. So people inherently want to help you. So people around you want to help you, but they're not sure how. And when you tell them over and over, you don't understand or, you know, it's not helping or something, then they feel like it it mystifies anxiety. You know, it makes them feel like, well, maybe I don't understand. But really, everyone understands because everybody's experienced fear, worry. I mean, nobody's gotten to where they are today without having some experience worrying or being afraid or having some anxiety. Because we all have these hormones in our body whenever we're around something strange or uncomfortable, you know, the hormones get released. And so we know what it feels like. Everybody knows what it feels like. So when, yeah, so when someone's like, you know, you don't understand or it's harder for me, then the person starts to be like, well, maybe it is. Maybe I don't understand. And then they say, I don't understand. And the person feels even worse. So there's there's a separating aspect of anxiety, and anxiety wants this. It wants to isolate us from people who love us or people that could help us. And so it it kind of gets in between our relationships and tries to put big rifts. And it, so it's 
it's important for us to to see that that's what's happening so we yeah. don't let it happen. Exactly. Because yeah. the worst part is being all alone with it. And wow. do you address this in your book? Um, because I'm, I'm making, I want to make sure everybody knows about this book, You Won Anxiety Zero. Do you uh, mention about the families in the book? You know, I spend a lot of time in the book uh, really undoing, you know, undoing the power of anxiety. So I will mm-hmm. get to, I'll answer that question in a second. Let me just tell you about it because, you know, I think we all have all these skills that we learn from all these different places like mindfulness and breathing and trying to rethink things. And those are all wonderful skills and they really help people get better. But sometimes people are still struggling, even though they know all that stuff. And mm-hmm. And so what I did in this book is I really took down the power of anxiety. Like I broke it down and deconstructed it. And I also really took time to deconstruct like negative self-judgment because I think that's right. what feeds our anxiety. You know, we, we judge ourselves really harshly, then we don't trust ourselves, then we don't think we can handle anything, and then the whole world's out of control. And that's where, why we have anxiety. And so I address those things. And when we're more gentle with ourselves, and I also address the stuff like everyone feels the same. So normalize it makes people feel better. So, yes, in that way, I do help coach them on how to – talk to their family. I mean, people could just say to their family, you know, I, I really worry that something might happen to you, you know, mm-hmm. and I really worry that someone in our family is going to get sick. And the, everyone else would be like, yeah, me too. Like, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then you say, you know, and I think about it a lot. I can't, actually, I can't get it out of my head. And there, people right. will be like, yes, I understand. So now you're connected, you know, with somebody. And then, um, you know, and then you then you kind of say, and I'm, you know, I'm having trouble not getting out of my, and this is what I've been trying to do. So now the person sees your skills and what you're trying to do, like you're joined instead of separated. Right. It's a whole different conversation. So yes, I I really share those kind of things in my book, how to connect instead of letting anxiety divide you, because anxiety needs you to be separate, and if you're connected to other people then it just doesn't have that kind of power anymore. Right. And we sometimes uh, isolate ourselves with shame or, uh, you know, blaming ourselves for being in the situation. How come I can't handle this? Uh, whatever. Or So it's really, I wanted to bring your book up because one of the things I loved about it was that you had the you always have the little story in there you're talking about a person's very specific situation and how uh what you said to them and so i think it's a really nice way to get this infor- information across yes we really um, learn through stories don't we yeah we do and we can see mm-hmm. ourselves in them you know it's it's yeah. like you know people are meaning makers they're storytellers this is how we've memorized, you know, we remember our life, how we tell our life, how we, you know. And so, you know, stories are how we have to learn. And so I tell lots of stories. And the people who've read it already just tell me they see themselves in all these stories. And it really helps them see their own skills that they don't, they haven't seen up until now. You know, they think right. they're a complete failure and they can't do it. And they read these stories and like, I do that. You know, the, yeah. the things that they're doing is really subjugated and it's, 
put down or it's, you know, criticized and they're really not noticing and celebrating how awesome they really are. But through these other people, because they have that distance, it's not just them having to say, I'm great. They can see this other person and they can say it because they have that distance. And yes. Yeah. And they're cheering for that person in the story, and then they realize, oh, wait a minute, that was me. Like, I really did that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It is. And how you also mentioned in your book about needing to do these skills that you learn through the book and needing to do them over and over again and how we can't just sort of I use the word clear anxiety panic but clear it and then just drop everything that you did to get there right can you speak to that a little bit because this comes up with people all the time yes this I love this thank you you know happy people you know people think that people are happy they're just lucky those people are happy and I don't have that But the happy people, they're generating happiness every day. Like they're doing daily practices, routines. They're they're engaging in things to generate that happiness. It's not just a natural thing. People are happy. They're making it. And so in my book, I teach people how to generate it. You know, they Mm -hmm. so generate happiness through these practices. And the practices are easy, totally easy, not painful at all. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like healing that you have to go through the pain and back out, you know, and get better. Right. It's like you mm-hmm. read this book and you don't go through the hardship to come back out. It's like easy. Yeah. And so that's good. But but it's practicing. The practices are easy, but you just practice. So and without judgment. That's why I love your podcast so much because we're really aligned in how we think about these things. Yeah. But so they practice, so they just have to expect, you know, the negative self judgment to come back or the, you know, the scary pictures to come back. And then they just kind of go, oh, yeah, I knew it came back, like the audience you talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And so they realize that it's practice because when it comes back, they're like, oh, I didn't get rid of it. I can't believe right. it. I thought I had it, but I didn't let go. I don't know how. Um, mm-hmm. And that gives it a lot of energy. I mean, that's just attaching a lot of energy to it. And so if it comes and you say, oh, yeah, I knew it, come back. It's okay. Just have a seat. I'm busy right now and take your attention away. So you're not giving it the attention and you're not giving it the energy, but you have complete compassion for it. Kindness to yourself. It's just a brilliant, very easy practice, but life-changing life changing. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be painful. That's the part that I love. It's, it's so good. Just, yeah. We, we've already been through the pain, right? Yeah. That's a, that People part's think over. healing is painful, but it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be. No. The worst is over is what I like to tell people. Yeah. You do have yeah. to practice, but the practice isn't hard. It isn't hard. And it actually, once you've done it enough to see the benefit, you almost want to do it. You yeah. want to keep diving into that um that helpful place, that those practices that bring you those joys. Right. Yeah. And some of these are not really much time. You know, I talk about doing affirmations. Where I mean, we're talking about a minute, three times at three minutes a day. Mm. You can do it while you're walking, you're cleaning the house or something, or washing dishes. And these, when you're, when you that stuff comes in and you say, oh yeah, I knew it'd come back. Just have a seat. I'm busy right now. That takes no time. I mean, actually less time because you would be caught up in your head for a while, you know, and waste and suffer. But instead, you're like moving on to something great. You're generating happiness. 
So these things don't take time. They're not painful. They're really, really easy. It's just to practice. And so um, I, I love that, and I love that it doesn't take time. It actually gives you some time back when you think about it. And so if we were to start closing up our conversation here, Jody, if you could think of um, one great thing that my listeners could take with them after this podcast ends, that they could take with them and do that would really show them a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel? What would that be for them? If they were going to take a practice, this does take a little time, but if they were going to take one practice and do it every day, I would go for a walk outside. I know Mm. it's it's very practical, but a walk outside, there's movement and there's Mm -hmm. exercise. So you're going to get the endorphins. The endorphins are going to create the... Um, you know, the, uh, the, you're going to let the tryptophan go up to your brain. When you right. exercise, the tryptophan goes up in your brain, creates endorphins, so you feel good. Um, but you also are connecting to nature. You're seeing yeah. a bigger world out there. You're getting out of those little worries in your head, like the small stuff, sweating those small stuff things or all those possibilities. And there's a lot to distract you. I mean, there's You see little critters running around. You see little um, trees. Even if you're in a neighborhood or a city, there's always some patterns to look at, people to Mm -hmm. look at. And uh, and so you have the benefit of the exercise. You have the benefit of a routine. It's a little meditative. You have the benefit of getting out of your head, seeing the world in a bigger picture instead of Mm -hmm. some little focused area. So walking is like win, 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 win. Like don't leave it out of your day taking a little bit of time to move. Jody, I love that suggestion. That one is, it's kind of funny because we look at walking as such a simple thing, but it's packed with things, so many things for the anxiety ridden. And it doesn't cost us anything. And we don't need to buy anything special. We can just go out the door wherever you are. So I thank you so much for that for that tip, and I hope that everyone will take Jody's tip and get outside, whether you're in a city or you're in nature. One of the things that I notice is always around, even in the cities, um, are the birds. There's always birds. Oh, yeah. So, you know, look for the birds. You're in the middle of Manhattan. Believe me, you'll see birds. That's great. So, There's a bird on my book cover. I'm so glad you oh, said that. Oh, that's right. With the bird cage yeah, and the open free. door. Yeah, when you're oh, freedom back, like, you know, anxiety is right. like a caged life. You're trapped. You're imprisoned. And so um, on the cover of the book, it's that bird uh, just coming out of the cage and flying away, like, jubilant, you know, joyful and Absolutely. Um, exuberant. Yeah. Oh, well, I loved your book. I had a chance to read through most of it and loved the storytelling and your tips. And so, you know, everyone, I will have a uh, link to Jody's book in the show notes along with other ways that you can get in touch with her, whether it be her website, her Facebook page, um, it is your YouTube page is what I wanted to say. Oh, yay. You have a lot of videos. Uh, do you have a Facebook page? I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, it's Jody Amon Love. Like it's, okay. It's Facebook.com, J-O-D-I-A-M-A-N, love is the URL. Beautiful. Well, but if you come to we'll Jodyamon.com, have... you could get anywhere. 
everything will be on everything there. Everything is That's on what there. will be. Yeah, we'll be sure to have uh, that in the show notes so that people can find you should they want to continue a conversation with you. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because you are not only um, you know with me in this anxiety world, but we're both from New York. And we're both from Central New York, you know, the not city mm-hmm. part of New York. And uh, just love that about you, Jody. When I think about you now, I think of the beautiful countryside uh, of, of the Finger Lakes where I am from. So yeah. I appreciate you stimulating those memories Good. for me. Good. And I'm Hi, hoping that maybe you will come back and visit us again sometime. That would be lovely anytime. Wonderful, Jody. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Again, we will have information about Jody in the show notes. Today's quote before we end is from Soyal Rinpoche. Although we have been made to believe that if we let go, we will end up with nothing, life reveals just the opposite, that letting go is the real path to freedom. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.